Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't believe anybody should have guns. I think I said this to you before. Nobody, the police... Human beings don't even need guns. We're not hunting anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, it's a sport. Yeah. But if one person got one gun, I need all the guns. Yeah, um, you were on the phone saying something about like the rebellious kind of culture or nature of Los Angeles. Yeah. I think your precursor to that is L.A. is like very, like very deliberately, blatantly, probably the most geographically financially segregated place i have ever seen and the history of the city like i read the history of all the projects in la the old ones yeah and how they got built why they got built the zoning impacts like even the chavez ravine history yeah like zoning has always been the that that's if, if there was racism systemic racism that's what it would be is what you're saying absolutely whether you believe that's the it, concept of it it's it's almost kind of like sure it controls every, your wealth yeah it controls your wealth because you know most people property is is almost their nest egg to the to a degree it especially is out here i mean you look yeah. at you don't have any disposable income so your your liquid investments as a southern californian are going to be slight so you've mortgaged literally your entire future on the value of your personal primary household yeah so i mean I, like i've joked around saying like our generation of people the average person's going to pour all the every last dollar into a 30 year mortgage retire and not have a 401k, but just use a reverse mortgage and just bleed it out till they die. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. an uphill, downhill mortgage scheme. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's because the zip code prejudice is crazy. It doesn't. It doesn't no. matter who's there. Yeah, like no, whoever's no. in zip code, That's, whatever. Yeah, you stuck. You're there. fucked. That's your thing. Yeah, true. And and we was just talking about that the other day. Um, Watts is at like 450, like nine. This property's yeah. in nine thousand two. That's at 450. Yeah, nine triple oh two. There's nine double oh fifty nine. There's addresses that are at four hundred thousand dollars. And right now, I believe that it seems cool because the rates are low. Yeah, but as the rates slide, you know, are you gonna pay thirty? No, that's three thousand. Those, those work inversely all the time. Sure, sure. So that's why. I mean, I don't know. I, we was talking about it. Do you think the market is gonna crash eventually? Oh yeah, they they punched pummeled a ton of money in. And there was a lot of institutional money that came and gobbled up, uh, particularly low-end stuff all over across the country. I think that is it's, it's unsustainably low um, interest rate. There's a lot of money sitting around. And I think people also right now, a lot of people who didn't want to blow all their money, all their COVID money on vacations and handbags, are like looking around going, oh, my God, I got to buy something to hedge inflation. So that's driven demand up also. I don't see I'm sitting on money. I'm trying to make a move next year, you know, but 
I, I, I feel the same way right now that I felt in like 2006 or seven. I had some friends of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like my girlfriend and my best friend at the time both bought houses in 06. And my buddy who just called me, awesome dude, East Oakland guy, I ran track at yeah. SC, yeah. bought a house for like a half a million dollars in Patterson, California. Wow. Which is a truck stop and a gas station off the five, somewhere between nowhere and fuck Egypt, nowhere. Man. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's there's nothing there. And I'm and he's like, man, it's going to be worth a million and two. Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, if that's worth a million and two, I'm paying $25 for a bottle of milk. <laughs> No ceilings. G Low. I'm my man Peter, man. <laughs> Peter, we have some cold financial tips. <laughs> it was 25. true. I pay twenty dollars for my gallon of milk now. For like if I get uh because I buy unpasteurized yeah. uh, homogenized milk. It's like twenty something dollars. I buy the five dollar quart of what's that dairy the the old school nineteen fifties glass bottle from yeah. Montebello. Yeah. I always get their stuff. Yeah. It's just like five dollars for a quart. Yeah. I buy that sometimes. Um, I was, I lowered my dairy intake. So I'm like, when I go dairy, I'm going champagne, baby. <laughs> <laughs> champagne a dairy. All right. So look, you see this shit happen with, uh, Alex Baldwin, man, I have a question. We was talking about it. So I just, yeah, did, I, so tell I, me what you, what do you think about that? I have a lot of thoughts. My first thought is, are we still going to be able to see the movie? <laughs> my second thought is if it's, material evidence of an investigation can i use a, a freedom of information act request to see the movie for free <laughs> oh, always got to always you angle get us canceled dog. always got an angle you gonna get us canceled well tell me for real what you think man like i don't know i mean it's somewhere between it the 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 straight line pathway to Negligence by the by the operating team is that there was some issues with labor dispute. People walked off. They tried to replace them with just like local personnel who weren't trained in the chain of custody practices, and that there was actually what a couple guns that fired live the Bef- day before. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed that. I seen that this morning. I would like to think if that was happening. You'd film most of your shooting scenes from the back, but yeah, the show must go on. I mean, unfortunately, it's just a crazy. I've never heard of it. Like even like like Bruce Lee's kid wasn't yeah, like that. Yeah, but which I saw. You know more about guns than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Brandon Lee thing. They said the slug got lodged in the barrel, and the blank, the force of the blank, popped it out, and it shot him. Was was what I had seen on VH1 one time when I was a kid. I seen that. I, is that possible? I never had blanks. Everything I had was hot. So have you have you ever heard of a? I mean, it have to be. I would guess a Full Metal Jacket getting stuck in the barrel. Um, not that I know of. But but again, I've seen guns melt. I've seen yeah. guns break down, break apart. I've seen some shit happen. But what happened to Elena? Rest in peace to Elena Hutchins. She was a super dope DP. Everybody talk about her. Yeah. You know her, uh, her work like she was gonna be some shit, and yeah, she was a pretty lady too. Yeah, her husband lost her and everything. So, um, but the gun part of it, man, is 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 such an accident, and yeah. we're in such a weird time with guns where it's an all-out assault by, um, I don't know, like maybe you would call it the left. You know, you into more of the politics than I am, or liberals. You, on guns being, you know, the problem versus you can call it people it, being the problem. It's it's an all out assault by government, period. I mean, because the truth is when the chips are down and Republicans have an opportunity to kick a vote over to take your gun rights, they love to campaign and and get funding money and get votes and all that kind of shit with yap yap. But when it's 45 Democrats and 55 Republicans, they'll choose six Republicans to tick that over to 51 every time. It won't be the same six every time, but they'll they'll find six people to take your gun rights from you every time. So you believe it's, it's the government in general? Yes. So at that point, 
the whole Second Amendment thing, nobody's really they just they're all campaigning it, but they don't really believe in it. There's some I mean, like there's I would say in the Republican Party off the top of my head, maybe you're dealing with a quarter of, of actual Republicans that are walking like they talk it that are small government, like constitutional, conservative, like individual rights, decentralized power type people. Do you think the do you think like the Second Amendment and parts of the Constitution, do you think those things could live forward to today? Or do you think that's what's wrong now is that we're abandoning those things like the Second Amendment and um, that's causing the majority of the problems at this point? Like, because it was supposed to be small government, because the Constitution in theory is supposed to be against the monopoly, like mm-hmm. we're becoming England. Yeah, definitely. I, I think there's a lot of things going on at once. I think that, like, society has evolved in a lot of ways. Like, I mean, society, from for you, Black America has changed. Yeah, radically, yeah, we, obviously, at to a point, culturally, our culture is mainstream. Yeah, and 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 over the course of, I mean, I don't know when it was. If there was a year, I'm assuming it was probably uh, rolls out with states and shit. But like, sure. I, I don't even know when your, your average black person could go buy a gun in history. Yeah, yeah, that that probably was really late, unless you could. If you were black and Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know, New York or Pennsylvania early on. I don't know. Like Probably I, couldn't get it that early. We I have, have to no look idea. into it. Um, but, but the whole point of the Second Amendment, right, was to protect 
the citizens against tyranny, right? Against yeah. the government's oppression. Yeah, that's, that's the language. So at that point, it makes sense. It's true to form that the government will be trying to remove the guns from people. Of course. To be tyrannical. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'll be honest, right? I, I'll keep it a buck with you. Um, I don't believe anybody should have guns. I think I've said this to you before. Nobody, yeah. the police, human beings don't even need guns. We're not hunting anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, it's a sport. Yeah. But if one person got one gun, I need all the guns. And because, and, and somebody asked me, was that rooted in fear? I'm like, no, I just need to keep the odds even for myself. Totally. Like, I'm fair all the way through and through. If you, if we, if you want to fight, we can fight. If you want to, if you want to uh, resolve this amicably without a fight, I'm with that. If you want to start shooting, I'm with that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I want to meet everybody on their level. That's one thing Gangbanger taught me. You know, one thing that's interesting that I was just thinking of as far as the evolution of society. I think there's obviously been a morality decay across the board. I mean. Yeah. I, and, and and has it really been a morality decay at some place? Like, is it is it really a morality issue? Like, somebody asked me, like, if we're talking, let's say we're talking about R. Kelly. Like, yeah. just rewind back for two seconds. We don't get stuck there. But sure. somebody asked me, you know, I didn't have a problem with that. Was it morally wrong? And I'm like, well, morals is based off nature. Mm. So, no, morally what R. Kelly did is not wrong. Right. Morally. Now, lawfully, whatever law he's broke, you know, he deserve it. But morally, this has kind of existed in humanity since the beginning of time. Totally. Where I think there's been a moral decay, for lack of a better term, is in the micro. I think that there's been shifts in in the macro as to what society and and the community deems acceptable, you know, throughout history. I think now... There's more of an individual subjective interest in going along with that idea than there used to be, you know. So like, if so, it's more sheep's now than no. There's 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 less sheep now. I mean, like, I think a great like, and it's and it's very anecdotal, but like uh, one of the things Tom Soul talks about. He's an old uh, economist. He's a black guy. Grew up in Harlem in like the 30s, like 90 something now. Mm-hmm. So this is pre-war and not afghanistan either but he said he, he used to you know as a kid be out at night by a newspaper he was he could sleep on the fire escape and you didn't you could leave something around and someone would walk up and say hey you left this here so you can't do that in society not anywhere not, not picking on harlem but like there is a, a there's a certain subjective nature to ethics now that i feel like there wasn't some ethics. The standard bar for everybody has moved throughout history. You know, it wasn't deemed unethical to be a slave owner. Now sure. it is, but it was always deemed unethical to take somebody's shit. Now people are like, "Well, fuck them," and whereas before people were like, "Eh, yeah, that's fair." Everybody did hate a thief at once. Yeah. Now there's a culture of people celebrating being a thief. Yeah, it's almost viewed as... Call it flocking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, now, I mean, like, what is it? L.A., San Francisco, places they're saying, if you shoplift under $1,500, we're not going to charge you. So you see wow. all those videos of people walking out of stores with $1,300 all the time. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, well, it's it's morality because of... Uh, because of inequality. It's a correction for inequality to allow you to steal. It's a horrible correction for inequality. That is a very slippery slope. Instead of giving you, you know, figuring out a way to provide more careers and more opportunities to raise your financial and social status, just steal something. Yeah, You can get away with it. Because shitty retail goods is all you need. (laughs) (laughs) That's the answer to everything. Oh, shit. A flat screen of some T-shirts, and you can hear well on your way. Hey, man, you're going to be all right in this America. (laughs) (laughs) Go put this 56-inch, 79-inch TV in your 80-inch room. 
I, I would hate to look at what the business insurance rates in San Francisco have done in the last two years. Hey, like, I'm sure you know. Our insurance rates are phone. costing more than the inventory, which they're stealing. Insurance <laughs> company, get off my phone. Get off my phone. You see what happened. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I feel bad for the lady. It's just a tough situation. And again, guns will be blamed through society. Yeah. Like they're going to blame guns. They're not going to blame, you know, um, you know, people mishandling what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never the gun's fault. That's no, the, the thing. It's never the guns. People blame guns. Like it's funny because if you see um, like when Dylan Roof or um, different people did these mass shootings, they don't never post a picture long time for for a like when they're covering a story yeah. eventually it goes away from the picture of the person and it becomes a focus on the actual tools the guns oh in a second i mean like that happens immediately yeah and it's weird like they'll be like these are the guns that was used it's like fuck the guns them is paperweights yeah them is fucking High dollar paperweights. Who is the motherfucker? Let's go into the mind of the motherfucker that made this happen. Let's talk about that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, if it's if the government is trying to make a move to be tyrannical, this would be the perfect way to do it. You fear. They they Yeah. And those things are so stupid to me. If if you're motivated and willing to die, That's easy. Yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't hear of a lot of mass shootings in like Syria, but I hear of a lot of people walking into like yeah, their equipment to a mall yeah. and blowing themselves up, or driving. You know, what was like there was a couple times in Paris or Europe where people would just, you know, I'm a, I want to go commit a terrorist act. They would just hop the sidewalk in a van and just plow down thirty people. Bro, like if you want to die right here and now, you can get a, a lot of things done. And and I think that. It's like, oh, well, if it's no guns, it's like that's not going to help you. Okay, is the police getting rid of their guns? No. Is the government getting rid of their guns? No. But you want people to not have their guns. Yeah, I didn't hear a whole lot about of pushback when we were pulling out of Afghanistan and Biden dropped that drone on that family, killed 12 people, nine They kids. haven't said nothing else about it. Very little. They didn't say we're going to ban bombs and drones. Exactly. And... I don't know, man. I again, like I'm not a stout like I'm an NRA member. I'm not a stout believer in guns. I'm just a member because I have rifles. Yeah. You're a member of the NRA and the NWA? Man. All the That's above. Impressive. D. Impressive. But Malcolm X sat down with uh George Rockwell. I'm one of them kind of people. Um I don't believe I have to be committed to anything. Just because I own guns, I don't mean I'm committed to guns being legal. I don't give a fuck if they were legal or not. I would have mines unless... If we all decided we're going to get rid of our guns, I'm all in. Yeah. The police, the government, everybody was like, you know, we're turning our guns. I'll turn in my guns fast with y'all. But if that motherfucker is going to keep one, all my shit, I'm keeping it all. That requires an amount of mass blind trust that is scary to me. Like, let's suppose everybody who had a gun said, okay, on Thursday the 8th, everyone goes and turns them in. You don't think a guy like, I don't know, me, wouldn't smash (laughs) my car window, take a picture of it, and go, holy shit, someone stole my gun. I was going to turn that in tomorrow. (laughs) And keep it? Of course I would. I don't know, man. I just, when I was in Japan, nobody had guns. And um, but Japan is a different place. It's not driven like America. They don't make poor people feel bad for being poor. Yeah. America has this horrible way. And I mean, the worst part is, you know, like, you know, where I come from is poor people making fun of poor people. It's like this dude next door got some Jordans. He'll be making fun of you because you got some Reeboks. And it's like you live next door to me. Yeah. Like, but we're taught. But so he's walking on a whole nother level than you are. Exactly. Walking. Walking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, these shoes cost a whole extra $70. Like, you live next door. I'm walking on air, you sponge-pushing motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> you just got heels. <laughs> um, 
I think also to some degree that it's part of the American culture. It's become part of the American culture anyway, to where if you're... Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts poor and not in the process of changing that that there's a certain circling of the wagons intellectually to where it's perceived as an indictment on america itself you know Hmm. if you're it's like if you're poor it has to be you wanting to be poor because if it was you doing everything right and still being poor then i have to go look in the mirror at this system that I believe in. And people in America do not like reconciling possible chinks in the armor of whatever system it is that they believe in, be it economic or other. Um, sure, sure. But I think it takes a lot of time to make somebody be like that. Like like 200 years. Yeah. You have to take a lot from people to really make them not believe in themselves. They don't start like, Oh, let me not believe in myself. It's like, yeah, like I got homies, you feel me? Who, who like, they have been rejected so many times that they don't believe anything good will happen for them. And because their mom was on drugs and nothing good happened for them. And they can't even identify a success story outside of, you know, within their own realm of family. Yeah. Or the one person they can probably don't want nothing to do with them because it reminds them of the times they weren't successful. For sure. Um, What's funny is even having this conversation about economics, that's how I am with, like, gang banging and guns. Like, 
my little brother, like, Kay is different. Like, Kay got these fashionable guns where he got bandana-wrapped guns, and his gun has got a bandana print, and he got this nice beam and scope and all this shit on here, and he got an $1,800 gun to shoot a $50 nigga. <laughs> Feel me? Like, you finna take a $2,000 gun to shoot a $50 motherfucker. Whoever you shot, whoever you shot ain't worth $50. That's how I feel about guns. I mean, and maybe the system has molded me into this way, but these dudes ain't really worth nothing but a 38 snub at best. I, and that's me. Get, actually, I could give somebody a gun to get somebody killed. Yeah. Like, I'll give you this gun if you kill this person. Well, like, people not worth a 38 snub. If you kill a guy, you still have the gun. You're, they're really only worth the cost of bullets, which has gone way up now. And yeah. now you were in the same conversation. Decide. Yeah, and it's like, I was telling him, he was like, oh, you got this or that. And I'm like, first off, I'm not shooting nobody with a $2,000 gun. I'm not shooting nobody with a $1,000 gun. I'm not, like, you have to come into my house for me to throw away $1,000 or $2,000 on you. My brother, my brother Mo got a, a judge. You know, judges ain't even supposed to be around this motherfucker. Yeah. He got a judge, the, the the pistols that shoot the gauges, yeah. the gauge shells. And I'm like, man, who the fuck is worth, you know, shooting with that motherfucker? He like, oh, you know, I ain't going to shoot nobody. I don't got guns that just look pretty. Every one of them pretty motherfuckers meant to shoot. It just depends on where we at and what's going on. I got a gun that I ride with that's just for cheap-ass motherfuckers. Like, if you a bullshit-ass nigga, I could leave. My dad taught me this. I'm going to leave this motherfucker with you. This little three, four hundred dollar gun gonna wear your ass out. I'ma go on, take it, and drop it with you. So that way the police don't even gotta look for the gun. The the bullets and the guns is right there with you. And when I leave, feel me, they just gotta figure out how who who shit this was. And it ain't gonna be easy for them then. I, I just don't understand. These niggas got guns that cost two thousand dollars. I just don't believe That's nobody worth shooting stuff. for two thousand dollars. That's like consider a, a a wine connoisseur collector. Now you might buy a Bordeaux or whatever that's 130 years old for $25,000. It's to show off or resell for $35,000. And that's my point. I don't. That guy's drinking $50 bottle Cabernet. Man, listen, and if I got a gun that costs money, it's at the house. Because if I shoot you with it, I got to be able to keep this. Yeah. See, the guns I'm riding around with, they all super functional. I make sure they all top dollar functional. But the ones at the house, feel me? Them ones, D them is the guns that I got that mean something. If I shoot you with it, I can still keep it because I shot you for sure legally. Yeah. Feel me? But the ones I'm riding around with, them all give them to you. Them all leave with the bodies. Shoot. Yeah, leave these with the bodies. Throw the gloves out, the, the gun out, gloves. Here, all that's right there. I'm gone. I'm finna yeah. do my thing. I, I. Do you ever leave the gun in the guy's hand with a suicide note? Man, I, I wish I was that crafty. <laughs> I ain't, what's funny is, man, um, somebody asked me about gangbang. It was like, oh, you don't think you wrong because, you know, you kill other brothers and blah, blah, blah. I say, listen, none of this shit is discrimination. I'd be racist if I didn't shoot black people too. I'd shoot anybody that threatened my livelihood. That police, I don't give a fuck about no badge, no uniform. If, if, my, if, if my livelihood is threatened, feel me, nobody's above the bullets. Like, nobody's above the jokes. Nobody's above the bullets, man. Everybody can get the bullets. I, none of my guns is racist. They work for everybody. I, they don't turn off for nobody. I just don't get, you know, the... the, the why, why, why do I know this, right? And I'm not necessarily the most government type of person. I know that guns were given to the citizens to, you know, prevent tyranny. Why don't the rest of America know this? Well, 90% of America is a lot more passionate than they are educated. So Jesus whether they Christ. are an advocate for or against, That's it's mostly sure about passion. Show. No, we got to start the show <laughs> no. with the $50 no. guy and the no. $2,000 We start this show with 90%. The people is more passionate than educated for fucking sure. Especially on that kind of a subject. Yeah, for sure. On I mean, most subjects. This. 10, 20 years ago, like when I was growing even by in the 90s is better. When they were doing the gun advocacy thing and the NRA would come out and blah, 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 blah. And then they were around the Columbine kind of time frame. It was, 
well, you don't need a gun just for, you don't need 3,000 rounds just for, you know, to go shoot a deer. As if owning a, a gun under the Second Amendment was to preserve your right to shoot deer. Yeah, exactly. Or to, you, you don't need whatever the fuck gun if someone breaks into your house. As if the Second Amendment was written was for someone to break about into your deers. house. It had nothing to do with that. It was never about protecting yourself from other citizens. It was always about protecting yourself from an over-aggressive yeah. government. And I'll say this much. Like, to be very honest, when I have got my COVID positive test last year the um some doctor and and everything was so subsidized at that point that everybody was the health department so a doctor from orange from orange county somewhere had called me to see what the status was on my symptoms all these questions and he's getting to the point where he's like and and i'm fine at this point this is like 10 days out i hadn't felt a symptom in nine days so it wasn't like an urgent phone call. And he's walking me in the direction, and I interrupted him. I said, it sounds like you're telling me that you're sending someone over to the house to take me in to a facility. Mm-hmm. And he pauses, and he goes, well, what we'd like to do is, and I'm like, oh, that is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell you a secret. You show up. Somebody shows up here, I don't care how many of them there are, to pull me out of my bedroom and this take is me in. Exactly I go, what I'm going to light your bitch ass up in the driveway, and you can tell if this is a recorded call, play it back, and tell anybody else wants to hear it, they can hear it. You try to come and pull me into some fucking death camp like a leper, I will shoot your ass in the fucking driveway. You won't even get to the door. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and hung up on his ass. You ain't with none of that tyranny shit. Huh? No, they called back 10 minutes later. And like, sir, uh, are you calm down? I said, I was calm before. Yeah, I meant it. And they go, oh, well, if you have any, uh, we have to legally say that if you have any complications to call 911. I go, you called me to tell me that if I'm going to die, I should call 911. Well, that's just great. <laughs> well, one thing I tell you, real white folks do not play about that Second Amendment shit. They uh, they really believe in tyranny, and I noticed that I was talking to my big brother Cam. You know, he had, um, NOI. They mm-hmm. believe in tyranny too. Like I think the Who's most uh, nation of Islam. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They believe in that concept too of a, a tyrannical government and yeah. tyranny. I think the average American doesn't believe that the government is tyrannical. They don't believe, and furthermore, they don't want to believe. They can't handle having to reconcile that reality of something that, that, that uh, of their, you know, it'd be like you have a comfort blanket and you realize, oh, my God, my comfort blanket's made of some sort of fabric that gives me cancer. What am I going to do? That's a lot to like, I, I can't live without my comfort blanket, but I don't want the cancer. How do I handle this? That's my homegirl, Sherry, I grew up with. She just... The government, she just like, oh, the government, we have to pressure the government. I'm like, the government is not here to help you. Like, that's not their job. The government is a business here to make money of you. It's like your boss at your job is not here to help you. Yeah, they're here to help you if you're giving them extra money. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. It's nothing personal. I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I totally understand it. Um. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I totally understand it. I, I, I do. Um, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, do you think it's going to be criminal charges filed in that case right there for uh, Alex Baldwin? Not against, obviously, not against Alex Baldwin. He's that's, an actor. That's going to be really tough. I think there's going to be a serious investigation to determine if there was some sort of funny business going on. There's a history in this country of union you know, shenanigans. I, look, I don't know who calls what sh- – maybe calls the shots is the wrong frame of reference, but I don't know who makes the decisions and how that chain of command works. But when somebody randomly gets shot in the middle of a labor dispute involving unions, there's always going to be you know, some stuff looked into. I don't know what will come from that, probably nothing. But Definitely the civil suit is going to be crazy. The civil suit's going to be a slam dunk, no question. Um, I don't – The only thing I could think of if you had some sort of criminal negligence would be whoever was in charge. If it was people in the chain of custody of that gun that weren't supposed to be in the chain of custody of that gun because of the labor dispute and executive producer A said, fuck it, we're on a schedule, put him in there, and that's what happened, there could be some potential criminal liability there. I don't know if you could have somebody who's, you know, it's like if, like for example, they have the chain, the 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 ports all backed up, the supply chain issue. Yeah, that shit is so crafty. If you grab some guy who doesn't have a commercial driver's license to fill a need, an urgent need, and he goes and drives the truck over a five year old, I mean, yeah, he'll probably. Yeah, who do you? Who are you really mad at? This guy. It's like this guy couldn't drive. Why'd you yeah. throw him in the fucking car? Yeah, it's crazy to see how they really be penny pinching for these films. Yeah. Like, they just don't want to pay. Oh, they want to pay. I mean... They just only want to pay Alec. <laughs> Alec probably got 20 for that, and some other guy got, you know, 20 an hour, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fucked up. Damn. And they talk about the erosion of the middle class in this country. It's happening, too. It is happening. Yeah. Um... If there is a gun you wanted, what's what's your dream gun? I know that's just a fucked up. <laughs> we just talked about was getting knocked off and shit. There, what's there, your dream gun? There's a gun I want. I forgot what it's even called. Um, and there aren't a lot of them. They're like a couple thousand dollars. I want a gun that's a legitimate um, 
a legitimate big game hunting rifle. I, I did want to go up at some point. Um, my boy Big C Sione down as a Tongan guy from um, Hawthorne. My dad's got the house in Idaho, mm-hmm. and, and you know elk hunting it's a big thing up there in the season. People eat elk, huh? Oh, it's so fucking good. All right, see so you with that bullshit. No, no, it's like so you finna pump me up, and then I'm gonna no, eat some elk, and it's not gonna. No, be no, 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 no. That will not happen. It is exceptional. Like, have you ever had? Is a, bison good? Have you had bison? Yes. Yeah, bison's real good. Okay, see, I'm not gonna like it. I don't like all muscular meat. True. It depends on how you cook it. Um, elk is gonna be elk is muscular. more than a cow, yeah, but it's not. There ain't enough fat on there for I've me. had it. It's nice, man. It's it's really, really so good. So bison tacos. Ground, gr- it, ground elk tacos. You, you could do anything like that because you could throw some butter on it, season it up, and whatever. It'll <laughs> it's be gonna fine. Taste. You know, um, but you just like the taste of elk. What's the gun? It, what kind of gun is it? It's, um, God, I forgot what it's I can't come up with the damn name of it. But there, there's a few. But I want something that, that does that, that also has a semi-automatic you know, clip capacity to where if i needed to use it you know to shoot multiple rounds instead of like you know with an elk you can shoot one but i want to be able to have a you know semi-automatic situation with 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 like a you know 308 something like that yeah, something like that double a 12 for me yeah you ever seen the double a 12 bro when i tell you this shotgun is the greatest shotgun ever invented it's unbelievable. And somebody asked me, like, well, who would you shoot with that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. But it's better to <laughs> n- have it ready when it's time to shoot that motherfucker than to need it and not have it. Yeah. I, I don't think I buy guns, and I've never bought guns for other people. Not for other... I know that sounds crazy. I always bought guns for my protection. And I would protect myself from anybody. You know what I mean? So I never, even as a gang member... When I was in it every day and just, I, it didn't matter, like, whoever. Like, and I wasn't going to just shoot you just because we got into a fucking fight. But, you know, I'm going to stay alive. And I just don't know what I'm going to be up against. Yeah. And and it's just crazy. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, we're in such a strange time. We're in such a strange time. And to watch people, you know, only stare at the what, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm such a why person. Like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, like, we're going to blame guns. We're not going to talk about, like, I agree with you that society is eroding and people are finding any reason to harm other people. And it's like, well, you know, let's take away their tools. It's like, bro, like, you can't take away that kind of tool. Like, even if they didn't have no guns, they will board an airplane Get the pilot out of the cockpit, take over the airplane, and crash the airplane into buildings filled with people. Yeah. Like, can we actually start to deal with what's wrong with human beings? But then you got to look in the mirror, and that becomes the problem. Big time. And Who really wants to look in that mirror? Nobody. And, like, to be honest, if if, if, if the skies open up and God came down and said, I can sure shit guarantee you at 10 o'clock tonight— you're going to be mortally injured. I'd be like, well, can it at least be shot? <laughs> like I would like every other way to have somebody do that kind of damage to so me. So if you had to go, if you had to pick a way to go, it would be shot. Not like the best way to die, but the best way to be killed by somebody else. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll take shot. Yeah. Stabbing is fucked up. Fuck stabbing. You got to be ill, bro. The type of nigga you got to be to actually stab someone to death. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I mean? Not like slicing. That's like a defensive move. You yeah. slicing. Stat, like to poke somebody. Like I got an OG homie who poked somebody in front of me and stabbed their ass and just looked at them in their eyes till they fell on the ground. And the person didn't die. But I was like, I never looked at that nigga the same. Who the fuck stabbed somebody? Nigga, who are you, Jason? <laughs> who the fuck is stabbing niggas? Like, Get that deep and that turn and really... Bro, I mean, just looking into their eyes while they falling down. And what the fuck did that person do? I ain't never want. Listen, that's like a Michael Jordan of gangsters. That's like this. This isn't about winning. This is about beating you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know, bro. That shit is like some horror movie shit. That's Jason. That's Michael Myers. Who stabs people? Like, who like, okay, you slash somebody. But like, you got to be an evil mother. You know, like. That's like walking up, blowing somebody's head off. I really want to shoot you. Like something about you being alive was a threat to my life. Yeah. To stab somebody? That's, you're getting into that crime of passion territory. You know. Like I, I would be, cry, I, I want to meet a nigga who, who killed 20 people with a knife. I would like to hear about somebody who, like, I, and I'm sure it's probably not that hard to locate a person, but. You kill somebody with a gun on the outside, you got to go do time on the inside, given the reality of constraint of resources. Yeah, like you did both. What's what's your take? Like, if if you got out somehow next year, is shooting somebody like eating a sandwich now? Because you made some, like piece together odd knife object in jail and just carve somebody in half with it? I mean, like, if you could do that, do, do you I think care you, different? You, I think if you use knives to kill people, bro, you're a serial killer. Like, not if you use guns. Yeah. If you use knives, bro, you're a serial killer. All respect to Son of Sam. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the like, only you need, pistol serial killer I've ever heard of. Yeah, <laughs> you need a therapist. <laughs> I don't know, like... I, if I, you I, didn't I, before, you might after. You need a therapist. <laughs> if you kill motherfuckers with a knife, you need a therapist. You need Man. a real... You have social issues and you need a therapist. Who the fuck walks around stabbing people, bro? And 
don't get me wrong, in England, you know, I get it. In New York, New York, you know, it's buck fifty calories slash shit out you. Yeah. In England, they gonna poke you. But these are gang wars. But you just walk around just stabbing motherfuckers, bro. You you that means you close up on them. Yeah. Like you actually touching them. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Shooting somebody close range is still different than stabbing a motherfucker close range. Like, I, I could shoot you close range. Your blood ain't going to get on me. You just shot. Feel me? A motherfucker stab you. That means I was touching yeah. and finessing your body. I, like, you don't have to feel the risk the same way. You get closer yeah. to stab somebody, you got to... You got to commit. You got to overcome... You got to overcommit. What might happen, yeah. yeah. And and Lord knows them type of people who, like, you see in the films because who, like, you grab their back and push them more on your knife... Yeah. Like, <clears throat> knife. Like, you gonna ban knives? Nigga ain't gonna make a sandwich? That was like, what was a cold stabbing? What was that movie where the white dude got the, he was driving drunk and killed somebody in a car accident, and they had to go, they sent him like upstate, and he turned into like some shot collar or whatever the hell when he was up there. But he got out and stabbed some guy. But he like, Tagged him, like hugged him, like pinned him against the wall, and like just poked him up through through the through the lungs, through the back. See, and I get like, that. Phew. I get that too. I get that if you're in prison and yeah. y'all at war, and you got to poke a motherfucker cold. You know, I I even understand that. Yeah, I get that, that. That's a, a much more yeah. That's a that's reasonable. a digestible thing. Yeah. But like you on the street with guns, and your your and crime of choice, <laughs> your your weapon of choice is like let me stab him. Like you need a fucking therapy. You this? need a fucking hug. Could you straight choke somebody to death? Just barehanded? Yeah, I could do that. But that, stabbing that, is much. But but just barehanded, just 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 the life right on out of somebody. Just, yeah, because I could see my situation being in that. Like, because okay, what I like if okay if I got into it with a nigga. Oh, excuse me. I hate to say that because then they make it just. If I got into it with another human being, because if I say nigga, most people think a black person. Yeah. And I, that's because they're racist. They're racist. Well, our audience probably knows you just mean probably a male. Any human being. Yeah. You know I mean, anybody, right? So if I have an issue with another human being and I feel like my life is in danger and I need to take them out because they're threatening my livelihood, mm-hmm. who am I, my existence, my weapon of choice is not going to be my bare hands. Now, yeah. If I'm in a movie theater and I see that person, maybe I go put him in a choke, you know, headlock and choke his ass out. You know what I mean? But I'm going to choose a gun. That's real hired hand type of tactics right there. Yeah. Like, now see, that's the thing. Getting somebody killed is cheap when it's a gun. Yeah. I don't even know what you would have to pay somebody to, look, if you kill him, you need to do it with your bare hands. Who the fuck is that hitman? I'd do it offshore if I had a private jet to get back. You might get fucked up, though. You might. I mean, it You depends. fuck around. Go, imagine you, Pete. I'm like, man, I got 100000 You got to go kill this dude that's six foot. You got to go kill Randy Orton with your bare hands. I'm not taking that. <laughs> you wouldn't offer that to me. <laughs> you'd get be you like, killed. You'd be like, eh, go put Biden out of his misery. It's like, I could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations... 
every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 